It's something every podcaster gets to do at one point or another, be a guest on someone else's podcast. Knowing how to promote yourself while adapting to the content of the show you're a guest on can be a tricky balancing act. How did they do? You'll find out on this episode of America's Next Top Podcaster. Greetings from America's Next Top Podcaster, a masterclass in podcasting that made a wish on a mysterious artifact and switched bodies with a reality competition. I'm your host, Brian Ibbett. On the last episode, Comedy Week turned out to be no laughing matter for Dusty, who went home during the final team competition of the season. This week, our contestants, now playing as individuals, had to each prepare to be a guest on The Morning Stream, a podcast hosted by Judge Scott Johnson and myself. They'll have to adeptly promote themselves and their show while fitting the format and style of the show and banter comfortably with Scott and I. Because there are no more teams, and therefore no more team meetings to record, our producer Bobby Frankenberger decided to sit down and chat with each of the contestants early in the week to see how things were going and talk about their plans for the challenge. All right, Chetna, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, just a little uh, feeling emotionally heavy. How are you feeling about being solo now? I it's it's a mixed feeling. Um, there used to be some pressure, right? Every day we have to have accountability as to what we want to each of us do as a group. Somebody's expecting something out of me um, every single day as an output, right? Um, and also, there is no editing, which is which is kind of a good change for this week. But then again, it's it's an open live uh, stream. Um, need to be spontaneous and be yourself, right? And yeah. prep. Um, and don't show that you're not comfortable. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, are you going to be promoting your current podcast? Yeah. So I was just contemplating that, that fact that it, it is, again, I usually think about when I'm talking to somebody, the audience are, are key part of the conversation, right? Even though they're not really uh, in the conversation, but they are. Um, in a way. So when I think about talking about something, is this topic relevant to them? Um, people just zone out if, um, right. <laughs> so I'm still torn about, but I think maybe we can do a combination of both, right? So I can talk about what my show is all about and then, and slowly organically deviate from there to overall experience into podcasting. That is an interesting, uh, so yeah, that's a really interesting approach. Um, but, but you do have to think about what is the audience of the show you're on. So first, I think that's very smart. I'm glad you're thinking about that. Be prepared to pivot and just talk about the experience of podcasting in general. That's something that much more people can relate to maybe. Yeah. Is it's it sounds like that's what you're thinking anyway. Yep. That's exactly what I'm thinking because I, I don't want to just talk about my show. It becomes all about me, but I want to make it something general, right? And also oh, right. And and draw in the audience correct. because if it's about them as well, then yeah. Yeah. So um, as as an audience, I was once an audience before I jumped onto the other side to do podcasting, right? Create mm -hmm. content. For me, that is where I feel I, I gain energy from the whole ambience, right? Being yeah. um, in that environment versus recording is great. 
um, I can voice over. But yeah, as when when we compare, um, I really do uh, better um, on a non-scripted in having a topic to discuss and just ponder on that and then share insights. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be talking um, next week again. <laughs> Fingers crossed. You know what? I remember. I remember your um, introduction to season two, where many times you mentioned. You know, when you when you enter a competition, you think about, oh, if I if I can pass on or f- pass the first hurdle, so so you think about the second one. You don't be you won't be thinking long term when you start. So that's exactly what I did. I'm going to tackle each week. As it comes, the last minute, and and also it depends on judges, right? So yeah. um, the way in which they listen to you is different every week, right? Based on what they're thinking. All right. Well, good luck, and uh, and we'll see you on um, well, we'll see you on Friday, I guess. <laughs> yes. Despite the fact that the contestants aren't producing their own show for this week, they all still met with Tom, their regular podcasting coach, as well as special guest this week, Rich Straffolino of the Daily Tech Headlines podcast. Hey, Chedna, how's it going? Good, Tom. Thank you for for being here and helping uh, the lonely selves like us. Post- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you made it to the top five. That's awesome. And, and uh, Rich is here as well to help you out. So pepper us with questions. What can we do? Yes. Hello, Rich. Um, Thank you so much for joining in on this session. Uh, I think my basic question is, for the shows like these, how do you assess the audience? How do you actually keep the audience in mind and um, talk about my show or anything that I want to sort of... Um, I don't want to be talking about myself all the time, right? So that's not the purpose of... So, Yeah, I mean, you want to be striking a balance. And I would say if you have doubts, don't worry about the audience. Just just kind of focus on your show. Just listen. That's the most important thing as a guest is to be listening to what your hosts are saying to you. And then uh, it's it's thinking on your feet and, and trying to figure out how to construct a complete thought. So if they say like, so tell us about your podcast, they don't give you much, but you can start with, yes, my podcast is, you know, and and go for there. Or how did you get started in podcasting? I got started in podcasting that, that makes it more complete thought. And it gives you a little ramp up time. What if I don't know how to respond to a question? What would you do in that case? (sighs) That's a great question, Chetna. And, and it's one of the reasons that I do podcasting is, is because I really enjoy it. And I, I really like pivoting away from the question you just asked me and talking about whatever I want to talk about anyway. Uh, and the hosts will be fine with that because you will have misdirected them into something entirely different. So, so what I just, just did was you start with, that's a great question. That's another way to kind of give you the ramp up time and then get as close as possible. Right. Okay. You're not a politician. You're not trying to avoid the question. But if you're like, I don't have an answer for that, come up with an answer that's in the ballpark or just say like, man, I don't even know how how how, how I would answer that, I guess. And then something will come to you. Just give, give yourself enough time. Rich, what do you think? And, and also, that's a great question is basically podcast co- host code like they're they're going to they know that, <laughs> that it's a great question and why you might be saying that. So they're not going to be like caught off guard if you, you know, go in a slightly different direction to kind of pivot that way. You know, it, it, I would tr- approach it also like a conversation. 
right? That in a conversation, things come up that you don't yeah. maybe uh, understand or anything like that. So I would still kind of keep that conversation mode in mind. And it's there. there's not a correct response that you need to be worried about. Mm-hmm. Like the best thing that you can do in that situation is to be true to yourself and not try to, f- I, I guess, guess what the answer would be or, or try and do something that is disingenuous to yourself. And re- always remember podcasting is about a lot of it is about selling a relationship selling is maybe the wrong mm. word, but establishing a relationship between you and the audience through the medium of your show and presenting yourself is going to be a really valuable way. Any show that you do, there is going to be other, you know, that's the beautiful thing about podcasting. There's, there's this wonderful uh, universe of content out there. So it's very hard to make a show that's unique, but you are unique. And so yeah. selling yourself or presenting yourself is always a great way to kind of, you'll naturally connect with people that are like, oh, this person sounds really interesting. I want to hear them more. Got it. Don't be afraid to present your real self because if you're like, oh, but they may not be interested, then you don't want them to listen to your podcast. You don't want to trick them to come over and then go, wait a minute, I'm not interested in this. It's like, remember, like you're wanting people who will enjoy your podcast to come over to your podcast. So, So being genuine, like Rich is talking about, is good promotion. Let's take a listen to how Chetna did with her guest appearance on the morning stream. Chetna, is that you? Yeah. Oh my hey, goodness. Look who, look who we have here, everybody. It's Chetna from the Gritty Serendipity Show. It's fantastic to have you here. You're also a contestant on this uh, year's ANTP, America's Next Top Podcaster, and one of my favorites. I'm going to say this to everybody, by the way. <laughs> you're one of my favorite five contestants. Can I say that? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's fair. I, I was going to be super excited and jumping up and down on my chair when you said that, Scott. Yeah. But then, okay, that's fine. That's You'll fair. Take it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you are you are one of uh, our uh, one of the contestants. Bobby also sat down with Will to talk to him about going solo and whether or not he was feeling confident about his upcoming live appearance. All right, Will, how's it going, Will? Uh, it's going good. It's going good. I I am feeling. I'll be confident. I had a feeling that uh, this week was going to be some kind of live thing. That's good. That's great. I've, I'm getting the sense from a lot of people that that there's there's a good sense of confidence this week. Maybe confidence isn't the right word. Maybe it's a distinctly lower feeling of dread. <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly after last week where I was like, oh my gosh, man, I don't like and especially like especially coming from like my podcast is is like rooted in comedy where i'm like mhm yeah i'm just going to uh i'm going to take like i don't know i find comedy so difficult cuz like my show is very mm-hmm. weird nikki messaged me today and was like hey i i listened to an episode of your show it's weird i like it <laughs> but it's weird and i was like mhm uh, I like how she led with "it's weird." It's and it was it's I weird, like but it. I like it, and I'm like, I, I'll you know what? That sounds like a compliment. I will take it. Um, but like, how are you thinking about approaching um, the uh, promoting your show? Then are you coming in prepared? Are you just going to wait? Like, like how are you going to approach it? Yeah, I think I'll come in prepared with like the basic pitch, right? Like I, I have told you before that I find it very difficult to uh, sell <laughs> right. my show. Uh, so I will try to iron that out and then uh, kind of just improv it from there. Both Brian and Scott are very friendly, welcoming people. Uh, you know, I haven't really spoken to Scott one-on-one, but I've spoken to Brian one-on-one. I've never felt uncomfortable doing that. So I think right. it'll just be kind of like be charming 
right? Like just, you know. Easy, right? Be charming. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that's hard, but I don't know. I'm not I'm weirdly not stressed well, about it. I guess it. it's not hard for some people. I, I find that a terrifying proposition just <laughs> Maybe right, I'm not charming, charming and I just don't know it. Maybe I'm actually like <laughs> Is this your way of being like, "Well, you know you're not charming, right?" So, uh obviously you're solo now. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about being um solo from here on out? Is that like a a, a nervous proposition to you are you or do, are you looking forward to it it's a little of both right um on one hand i have fallen complete control over what i do from here on out on the other hand um i have full and complete control <laughs> over everything <laughs> i do <laughs> and if they don't like it uh there is no one else who can take the blame I think I think it's it's good to get this little break too, like from yes. from the intense yeah. work, you know. Yeah, there's there's not a ton of like there's not a ton of planning that needs. I like, you know, it's just me sitting down for like half an hour, you know, and really thinking of what what I need to come with and and mm-hmm. kind of going from there. And there's no, you know, we're gonna talk Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. We'll record Thursday. Right. We'll edit Friday. Or like, good luck editing Friday. Will like. All right. Well, good luck, and um, hopefully, I'll get. I'll be talking to you again this time next week. Cool. Thanks, Bobby. The next day, we'll sat down with Tom and Rich to get some advice on being a guest on somebody else's show. Hey, Will! Congrats on making it to the top five. Thanks, Tom. So, what can Rich and I do for you? How much? Should I expect to be focused on like promoting my podcast versus just being on the show for 10 minutes, if that makes any sense? Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Um, a, lot, a lot of the direction will be, you know, dictated by the hosts, obviously, because mm-hmm. you're the guest. Uh, but you have latitude within your answers to, to kind of refocus it here and there. Uh, I think what's important is giving people content and having a personal conversation with the hosts. That's, that's what's going to make you shine. That's going to what going to be what makes people want to listen to your podcast. Think about it as using the kind of content you do to answer the questions and give people an example of, of what it's like. And I, w- I would say uh, have some of your, you know, maybe podcasts, uh, sound bites or like factoids or you know things you want to promote about it in your quiver like ready to go but be focused more on the conversation and look for you know how to naturally organically intersperse that into the conversation but you know you don't necessarily have to have like your iTunes description or, or Apple yeah, podcast right. description okay um if things get too like off topic should i try to bring it back to the podcast or should i just kind of if it's like a good conversation should i just roll with it I don't know about you, Rich, but I would just roll with it. It's their show. And if yeah. you're having fun, the audience will hear that and they'll want to get more of you if it was fun. Okay. Yeah. The the, the worst thing to do is like kind of put the brakes out. It's like, well, let me as the guest get back to the, <laughs> yeah. you know, my agenda. And, right. You know, if, if you're really Ugh, ripping this and going. This is too enjoyable. Let me uh, <laughs> back to my bullet point. Yeah. And from the perspective of the host, like the value of a guest is how they can augment and make your show better. And in exchange for that, usually there is the agreement, oh, well, you'll have some, you know, some time to promote or we'll plug your stuff or something like that. So you know, from the guest perspective, it's okay. How can I enhance and be part of this and make this show better? Uh, I'll use the Nikki question. Are there any pitfalls that I should look out for? Oh, I'd be interested if Nikki asked that question. Um, <laughs> yeah, the pitfalls would be not having an answer. 
Okay. It, when they throw to you being like, uh, I don't know, or, or not saying anything, it's right. fine to say, I don't know, but follow it. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's a really good question. You see, the thing is, and give yourself a chance to think okay. you always yeah. want to come back with something and it's not a pitfall, but one, one thing you can do is bring something back to them. Uh, whether it's uh, uh, like, well, have you guys ever run into that as well? Like you, you don't want to like switch and become the host, but you can you can bring content back, give them something uh, to play off uh, and that'll make it work even better. Let's hear a bit from when Will went on the morning stream a few days later. Fire will, at Will. I will fire at Will and he'll fire at us. Will, welcome to the show. How are you? Good guys. How are you? Look who it is. What? It's it's a uh, Will, host of Conspiracy, which we'll get into in a minute. <laughs> But also yet another uh, fantastic contestant of the ANTP oh, of this year. Hey, it's been really fun to watch your progress so far on the on the um, on the on the competition. Uh, how are you feeling about it? You feeling pretty good about how things are going? I am feeling good. I did not I, like perfect perfect perfect. Excuse me, perfectly honest. I did not expect to get this far. Uh, top five is like crazy to me. So I, I it has been really cool, and I feel like I've learned a lot. Well, you had an episode. Tony P. wasn't feeling worried at all as he sat down to talk with Bobby about his thoughts for this week's challenge and his experience in the competition overall. Here with Tony. Tony, how's it going? I'm hanging in there, Bobby. I'm I'm still here. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, hanging in there is a good way to put it. It's such a good experience, but it is grueling and emotionally draining, but also just exhausting. I, I uh, honestly wasn't expecting... Any of that. I, I wasn't expecting the uh, emotional part. I'm not the most emotional of people. Um, so I was like, man, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, it's It's been a lot of work. I've been busy. And then, um, you know, really getting to know a lot of these other contestants. And, do you find and, do you find yourself feeling way more invested in your own success in the competition than you originally thought you'd be? I don't know, Bobby. I honestly don't know. I um I, I'm competitive. I always want to win. I go sure. into things thinking like, all right, let's do it. Um, I think what surprised me is feeling bad for the people that get eliminated. People that put in a lot of work and and you know are really trying, and it, it's just tough. You know, having worked with with a lot of the people, become somewhat of friends, and you know, you hate to see anyone go. Are you going to be promoting something that you're? you have going on currently or are you gonna are you inventing something no no i'll be promoting a show that i'm a, a member of i have a, a panel show where there's like four of us and a guest and stuff uh so yeah i'll be promoting that one how are you thinking about approaching that i ironically i'm trying not to over prepare i've i've sure. been a guest on other shows i've done um you know promotion reads and whatnot and it's yep. kind of hard to know you know what Brian and mm -hmm. Scott are going to throw out. So I'm, I'm trying to just be in the right state of mind and kind of just roll with it. Um, I, I will say as far as prep, I will have, you know, all the socials and stuff for my show probably sure. written down in the corner of my eye. Um, Got your talking points. Exactly. Stuff, you know, you know, <laughs> things that you want to be able to say your little like elevator pitch and <laughs> exactly. Don't, don't want to stumble over. That's the one thing. That's the one challenge. So, 
you know, want right. to get the Twitter address right. The one thing right. that you're supposed to do is <laughs> is tell them the name of your podcast and where they can find it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for talking to me, Tony, and uh, good luck in um, waiting patiently until Friday. And um, and we'll see uh, we'll see how you do. I look forward to look forward to hearing you, your conversation. Awesome. Thank you so much, Bobby. I hope we get to chat again. Let's listen in on what kind of advice Tom and Rich had for Tony P. Tony, congratulations on making the top five, man. We made it still alive, still hanging in there. Uh, been, <laughs> what been kicked. I do for you? So I'm just looking for uh, y'all's thoughts, advice on, I'm sure you've been guest on shows many times before or have had guests on your shows many times before. Uh, what do you look for? When I have a guest on, on a show, the thing I like the least is when they don't talk a lot. The thing I like the most <laughs> is when they bring something back to me. So it becomes a like a, a give and take, uh, not not where they flip the tables and start interviewing me. That that can be a little weird, but but just sort of like bringing something more and giving me something to play off of so that we can elevate the conversation. The, the thought is to augment. Like, I want to I want to I want to make this show. I want to have this be the best episode of this show. Uh, I want to I want to bring some energy. Obviously, I want to fit in with the flow of the show. So if you know TMS, if you know, you know how that show goes and, and its audience or something like that, that could certainly be helpful. You don't want to come in like super high energy. And it's like a, a deep literary book discussion podcast. I guess. Like, hey, guys, let's you know, do morning zoo stuff. Bring good energy. I want to I want to kill it. I want to make this the best episode uh, possible without obviously like dominating the conversation or right. anything like that. Got it. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's an interesting challenge this week and I, I don't know. Oh, here comes Brian with the countdown announcement. Let me see how much time I've left before I go. Well, it's taken him You're quite a while. Like to Santa. Yeah. yeah. Um, 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 it's kind of a, and then he didn't type it all. That's funny. It's five. Okay. Oh, you got five plenty minutes. of time. You're good. You're good. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Uh, this is a, a, a yeah, I, I guess what are the pitfalls is the last one of the, the next <laughs> so, things I'll, I'll okay. talk about. So here's one uh, that I for for you. I now know the answer. Don't look at chat while you're doing. <laughs> while you're doing your <laughs> hey, that's your that's usually in these 10 minute coaching sessions. I say my piece and then zone off and let the other people on my team speak. So. Um, yeah, you can't do that. Uh, it's a little bit different. That's a really important point too. Is you can't you can't zone out at all during your time because you are the guest. Uh, it's it's actually easier as if you're a co-host to zone out because your other co-host can always pick you up. But as a guest, you have to be listening to what they're mm-hmm. saying. You have to be thinking about what your response is going to be. And so you, you, you've got to, you've got to focus on them. And I, that that would be my advice is just focus on the hosts, what they're saying in your conversation with them. And what I uh, in terms of pitfalls is uh, the, the danger is when you're coming on as a guest and maybe you have an idea, it's like, okay, I really want to promote the show. Don't talk at the host. Uh, again, going back to what Tom says, listen and respond and kind of fit in with that flow. And that will very naturally help promote yourself, which then promotes whatever you're, you're on there to actually mm-hmm. promote like your show or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Got it. How did Tony P do on his live show appearance? Let's listen into the beginning and see. Join us right now, everybody, in welcoming Tony P to the show. Hello, Tony. Oh, hey, guys. What is going on? Hey, man. Hey, welcome. Yeah, it's good to have you here. Uh, thanks for joining That's, us. Of course, of course. Fun to be here. Yeah. We all tease you every week about you uh, introducing yourself sometimes in the podcast as uh, Tony P here. 
Is that a thing that started before that, or is that a thing that you picked up, decided to do now during the competition? No. So I, I've, by the way, I've noticed um, uh, that one did not slide by me, and that <laughs> came from uh, listening to season two. Uh, when people would converse, I heard Jenny say, announce who you are. I don't know who you are. Nikki was having a little bit of a different time. She sat down with Bobby to talk about her confidence and excitement in going one-on-one with her favorite podcast to promote her show, but also how she's been dealing with the workload of the competition. All right, Nikki, it's nice to talk to you. I haven't talked to you in a while. How are you doing? Hi, Bobby. Yeah, I guess it hasn't been since uh, the beginning. Or, well, if you don't count the behind-the-scenes chats after judgment sessions. Right. My uh, my eavesdropping chats that I do all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, this week is a little bit different. I, I'm so excited about this challenge. I I might betray myself and say I'm almost as excited as I would for, for Science Week, especially because there's no editing. <laughs> but And, and a, surprisingly, when you're in a competition like this, a 10-minute podcast can sometimes take four hours to edit I, I or can't more. believe I need the listeners to know that our little 10 minute silly or horrible podcast take like I don't know 16 hours a week basically mm-hmm. oh, if you yeah. include planning and editing how are you thinking about approaching your appearance on the morning stream so I'm gonna try and not shoot myself in the foot but I feel That's super, always a good way to start. <laughs> super confident about this one. I'm not too nervous about it. And maybe that's shooting myself in the foot and being too confident. But it's very good that you're you're confident. I think like confidence is a good quality to have all around, I think, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're entertaining. Um, but in this challenge in particular, I think confidence is super important. Yeah, because uh, even if you have a terrible idea, if you ride with it and stick with the bit or whatever, um, you know, they'll at least see that rather than something just boring and not inspired, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you're comfortable and confident, then you're going to be in a position to best be yourself, you know? Yeah. We were talking, you were just talking about uh, Comedy that, Week. Yeah. <laughs> so how how are you doing? <laughs> So actually, you know, I I heard this thing on another podcast called Hidden Brain, which was about anticipating a a response for something like something like, uh, I don't know, your cancer diagnosis, but I applied it to jury. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so basically, you have an overall positive outcome until the very end where you just assume that it will go wrong. And that way, if it goes right, you're pleasantly surprised. And if it goes wrong, you already knew it was coming. And so I knew that our podcast was not good. And it's no shade to my colleagues. It's just really hard to make a comedy first podcast, first of all. And second of all, making one with people you just, you know, met. Uh, But I'm totally not surprised by the judgment. Like, I was like, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) When you're working with a team, especially in a situation like this, this very, this crucible type situation and, and, and nonstop deadline pacing, you have to work with other people and you have to know when to say, okay, I'm not sure that this is going to work, but we can't get stuck here. Yeah. Um, and we have to and move And you got to let go of your ideas too. If no one wants to go with your idea, then you just got to bury it and keep going. Yeah. I mean, luckily everyone seems to be great. Like everyone seems really nice. So it's not that hard. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's one of the great things about this, uh, this show 
everybody, even though we're on different teams and competing against each other, are also supportive of each other. Yeah. And it's also, you don't realize when you're listening, but it's a long amount of time and there's a lot of emotion. Like, even though it's just a silly game show, it's really stressful. Like the first day where you're meeting with these podcasters that you know and respect and people are judging you on your personal work. So there is a link that gets created between the people. And I, I guess that's the goal, of course. But. Well, Nikki, uh, good luck this week. And you, hopefully, hopefully you're going to nail it. And next week we'll be talking again. Yay, I hope so. Thanks so much and have a good evening. After another day to think about how she was going to promote her show, Nikki met with Tom and Rich to get some pointers on how to nail her live appearance. Nikki! Congratulations on making it to the top five. Thank you, Tom. What can Rich and I do to help? Also, literally everyone asked us, I'm going to ask you the Nikki question now. What are the obstacles to overcome? I like I started a trend. That's good. Yeah, yeah. You're a meme now. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, but are, is, were those the obstacles or? I mean, yeah, the obstacles would be, you know, not not having anything to say or getting tongue tied or somehow insulting the hosts, which I, I don't <laughs> think you're going to do. Um, no. You know, the other thing we talked with with people a lot about was whether to look at the chat or not. Uh, oh. And my advice is if you're worried about getting distracted at all, don't. Uh, if you think you can. You think you can do it without getting distracted, without losing your focus. You might be able to pull some cool ideas as you see people reacting to what you're talking about. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, it's not that important. You really want to, like Rich said, you really you want to listen. You want to focus on what the hosts are asking you. And I, okay. what I would I, say, what I would say with chat ahead. is the the maybe the compromise way to do this. And I have done this before in the past. Is use it almost as a heat map. So hmm. when you see the chat, like, is like just going by, going by, going by, something is happening that maybe you should be aware of, but otherwise just kind of, you know, if it's just a, a comment or two here or there, that's just like usual chatter within the chat. Now, it may just be someone posted a cute photo and everybody's just talking about it in the chat. Chat's <laughs> weird like that. It happens. Uh, I, I don't have that much of an outline. I wrote down like bullet points in case my mind dries up and I can't think of anything really quick to, to glance at. But I was kind of going to wing it for the most part. Yeah. I know my show. I make my show. So I know what to say about it. And yeah, you, I know TMS. So, yeah, that helps. That that makes it a little easier. I mean, you you do, it's good to have bullet points. So you've thought a little ahead of how you might answer certain questions, but you don't want to follow them. Right. Because yeah. then you're not reacting to the host it is very much an improv type of exercise where you're, you're they're going to throw you a question and you want to answer that question you can pull from your bullet points which is great that's good preparation to have yeah it's only but don't feel like you I, need to I fit an outline or yeah yeah <laughs> hopefully that'll Nikki, work i'm i'm, I'm not gonna jo i'm not joking i think you're in the poll position like you you've got the right answers yes. you've got you've got the right attitude uh i can tell you're you're like not overconfident but not worried like I think you're gonna you're gonna rock this did she rock this we'll find out what the judges thought later but for now let's listen to a bit of her appearance on the morning stream there it is it's that awesome long cool yes. foreign sounding name <laughs> i don't know how it's pretty oui, oui, uh, well we'll find out here shortly as <laughs> nikki from stories your granny never told joins us on the show nikki welcome to tms post show how are you Hello, Scott and Brian. Thank you for having me. Hey, I got a, I got a question. I got a question right off the bat. Okay, <laughs> tiny question, and I know this is dumb, sure. but um, why is your? I know you, you. Not that you hide it, but your accent is so cool. Uh, so I actually have a twenty twenty dollars writing on this question. So. Oh my gosh! Really? 
You have a bet um, going? That's amazing. All right, tell me more. Oh, yeah. Oh, we knew you were going to ask about the accent. No, so I was born in the exotic state of Florida. Mm. And <laughs> no, my parents moved to Europe when I was about 10. And I guess I kind of absorbed all the different accents. We moved to France, but talking with foreigners in an American accent doesn't really work. Last but certainly not least, Bobby sat down with Adi, who had been thinking quite a bit about his live appearance and outlining his path through it. Hello, Adi. Hey, Bobby. What's going on? This week, you're going to be on TMS on a, on a live morning show podcast to promote promote a show of yours. What are you thinking about? Um. Well, I've been a TMS listener for seven, eight, nine years now. So first of all, I'm going to try not to fanboy out too much, <laughs> but I'm just going to talk about the Let's Watch Highlander podcast I do with TV's Travis. Do you know what kind of an approach you want to take to, like, is there a specific way that you're thinking about? Kind of get on and talking in, maybe justify to Scott that he should actually watch the show because it's a lot better than all those movie sequels, um, for sure. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Has he said before that he um, he doesn't, he hasn't or or won't watch the show? I don't know if he has or not. I think it's one of those things where he never did and he doesn't have a good reason to. And I want to make a good case for him to watch it. You're thinking more that you want to sort of like say, let's start a chat about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because and just going through watching the show, me and Travis both have come to find out that it was pretty darn well written in some areas. And there's some definitely bright spots of a 90s show about people that cut each other's heads off. But, you know, Justin's um, point about um, knowing and just remembering where you fit in Mm -hmm. to the show, I think that's a really good point that he made. For sure. Yeah. Because you're on their show. And even if you're there to promote your own thing, you are still content for them. Right. We may go down a rat hole of art stuff between me and Scott. Like I know I talked to him on Twitter here and there about <laughs> stuff like that. So it's entirely possible. We may both be going down that rat hole and be like, Oh wait, Hey, how about Highlander? Um, are you feeling like this week is, is going to be a little bit of a, like a breather for during the week? Like, okay, we get to, it's, there's, it's not as intense of constant work and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I think for me personally, it is because of my podcast I'm promoting because it's so in their wheelhouse and because I've listened to them talking for so long and, you know, know what they talk about, know the rat holes they go down, know the things they like to, to glom on to. Like, I'm excited for you guys this, this week. Um, this is, um, I think, a really fun and unique challenge. Yeah, this will be fun for everyone, I'm sure. Good luck, and uh, we'll, see you, we'll see how things go. All right. Thank you, sir. Tom and Rich had some words of caution for Adi as he was preparing this week to appear on the morning stream. Adi, congratulations on making it to the top five, man. Thanks, Tom. And what can Rich and I do to help? Well, I'm not sure. It's funny. So this challenge feels like right up my alley because I've been a TMS listener forever. I plan on uh, bringing my podcast, Let's Watch Highlander, to the guys. Okay. Where we're going through. I think I want to pitch it as a Scott, the movies are terrible, but the series is good. Remember this your guests on their show. So they're going to dictate the direction the conversation takes. 
if they don't go towards the like question of whether it's worth doing or not, got to be careful that you don't force that in a way that's awkward. Sure. Um, I think you can do that. I think you could still do it, but, but you do want to follow their lead. You do want to listen to what they're asking you. And if it's an open-ended, which a very mild by be, tell us about your podcast, then gold, you're golden. Right. And then right. you'd be like, like Scott, I know you're a little skeptical about Highlander, but hear, hear me out. This is why we're doing it. Right. Um, but, but remember that you, that's just a bit. That's not real. What's real is all the people in the audience listening that you need to now convince to listen to Highlander. So when you're convincing Scott that it's worth doing, you're not convincing Scott. You're convincing the audience. Okay. Well, I mean, I've been listening. Like part of this is picking back on Bill, who the past two weeks has talked about Highlander too with some of his projects. And Scott definitely said how much he didn't like the sequels. Oh, oh, that doesn't matter. The day you start talking to him, he may he may be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right? Sure. Like Remember, this is still part of a contest, so I'm not saying right. he will do that, but you do have to be prepared for anything. That's all I'm trying to say. I could do that. Be- again, because of the, the way the series is, I, c- I can pull it back to the series. The series well, you just lean into different. like, oh, I'm so glad you said that. It's great because the series is even better, right? You just right. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, the, 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 the thing that is really good is that you are focused on the content not on describing the podcast or something like that. You're, you're already ahead of the game there, which is like, you want to bring the content that makes your show good mm-hmm. to this interview. And that's exactly the right way to approach it. Yeah. And knowing Scott and Brian and the way they nerd out on stuff, mm-hmm. like that's where I'm kind of trying to focus on. Cause there's, you know, there's different actors that have been in there. There's times where the music plays in part. So I can kind of get Brian in on that some too. So kind of yeah. thinking more about that. One other thing, Brian asked me earlier about um, any specifics that they would like to ask me about the show. Is that something that normally happens, like that a guest would give somebody questions to ask? Absolutely. Um, Almost, unless you're doing like a really hard-hitting investigative journalism, then then you don't give them the questions. Like Harry and Meghan didn't get the questions from Oprah because that's a big deal. Uh, But it's, it's usual to say like... Uh, if there's something you would like us to address uh, in the interview, let us know uh, because you want to you want to have a good interview as a host too. Okay. Doesn't mean they'll hit all of them, right? Sure. As as a as a host, you're just looking like okay, these these are areas that I can I can hit on. But yeah, all the guests we have on Daily Tech News Show uh, are are people where we want them to share their expertise. So we're like, tell us the the bullet points you want to hit. It's uh, it's it's going. I think I think you're going to be good. It's it's one of those things. It's hard to prepare for because you don't know what they're going to ask. Right. But you, as long as you're prepared not to seize up <laughs> and, and yeah. always have a response, which it sounds like you've already been thinking about. I think you're going to be good. Let's listen to a bit of Audie's live appearance to see how he did. Well, speaking of ANTP contestants, we have now on the line with us. Audie Norman. Audie, welcome to the show. Hey, Scott. Hey, Brian. What's going on, guys? Hey, man. Hey. Good, good to have, have you here. here. Um, yeah. Now, I'm going to admit a little bias here. Okay. Uh, Audie is a hell of an artist, and uh, his artwork is amazing, and I love it. He's done a bunch of fan art for our There Will Be Dungeon show, a bunch of his own stuff, and it's just really, really good. So I actually came into this this year's competition a little concerned that I was going to be Joe biased on stuff um, because I really <laughs> well, like your not, artwork. Uh... It's not America's next top artist. <laughs> no, it's not. So it's not. Thankfully, otherwise you'd I can, be a shoo-in. Yeah, I can only I can only judge you on your podcasting, but I will say. 
No matter how good your recording is, there are artifacts. There's room noise and other things that can be heard while listening on headphones. Sometimes it's not a big deal. Other times it can be a really big deal. X-Noise not only can learn the noise profile, but it can then be tailored and moved up and down the spectrum to adjust just how much noise is taken out of the mix. The flexibility and power of this plugin gives you an outstandingly powerful tool for the money. I have fixed files that are almost unlistenable with the X-Noise from Waves. To see it in action, follow the link in the show notes, waves.com. Brian Abid here for Rogue Amoeba's Farago. Now you've got your guests all lined up for your podcast, you've got your stream software connected, and your recording. But how do you get things like theme songs, music beds, stingers, and sound effects to play live on your show? Well, Rogue Amoeba has the answer, and it's called Farago. Not just a great soundboard tool, Farago lets you add music beds, adjust individual volumes and fade points, and trigger them all with your mouse or keyboard shortcut. Keep your sound files organized with drag and drop, and you can even keep groups of sound files together on different pages. Rogue Amoeba's also got a coupon code for you, TOPCAST20, T-O-P-C-A-S-T-2-0, which listeners of this show can use to save 20% off Audio Hijack, Farago, Fission, or Loopback, or get them all in the Ultimate Podcast Bundle and save 20% off of that. Listen, that bundle is already heavily discounted. This discounts it even further. That's TopCast20. Go check out Rogue Amoeba for more information. Working in editing, you end up learning a lot of keyboard shortcuts. You end up doing a lot of things with pull-down menus, drag-and-dropping items. And, and in general, editing is as much learning how to use your workstation as it is learning how to work with audio and sound. One of the tools that I've discovered recently that made working in my workstation easier is the Contour Shuttle Pro V2. Once I in- integrated this into my production workflow, my job became a lot easier, it became faster, and I did not lose any quality. In fact, I feel like the quality went up because I had more time to focus on the sound, the work, and the product than I did when I was trying to figure out what keyboard shortcut, what pull-down menu to use. And some of the tools I use most often are buried in multiple pull-down menus. They're not easy to get to. Having the Contour Shuttle Pro V2 buttons program to pull up that window without having to move my hands off the trackpad or the mouse has made podcast producing much easier. And I cannot thank Contour enough for making this product to speed up the workflow in my life. You want to find out how it can impact your life, go to contourdesign.com, get more information on the Shuttle Pro V2 or the Shuttle Express, find out which one is best for you and start using one today. I would like to thank Contour for supporting America's Next Top Podcasting Idol, independent podcasters, and providing... A Pro V2 for the winner and a Shuttle Express for the second place finisher this season. How do the contestants do? We'll find out in the judging. But before we do that, let's get a recap from Tom and Rich and hear their thoughts on how the contestants are going to do. 
uh, Chetna, very focused on questions and how to respond to them. Uh, I think she just needs to get out of her own way and not be afraid to present herself. She was very concerned about like, well, you know, how do how do I avoid uh, disappointing or, or, or this or that? So I, I think if if we get her to to really just listen and respond, she'll do good. Yeah, I think the audience expectations was a concern that we didn't hear from anyone else. And, uh, you know, I think we gave her some some good pointers and that, that but that did stink out, stick out to me. Yeah. Uh, Will was very focused on content. Uh, and and so, you know, we, we had I, th- I think we had some good advice for him there. Uh, I think focusing on content is probably the right thing. Uh, I, I get the sense that he will be the one who needs to loosen up the most and have fun. Yeah, I, I would agree. The kind of yes ending, I think, is going to need to be top of mind. Uh, there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony had great energy. Uh, I think he's got all of the like roll with it, you know, have fun. I did that part's down. Uh, we, we, we discovered in the course of talking to him that he definitely should not have chat on. Uh, <laughs> but if anything, I'm worried he might get too comfortable and and cross the line a little bit he probably won't but that that's the only thing i could think of yeah and that is where it's the balance of being a guest and uh he had almost like a co-host energy to him in in a weird way like a familiarity that's Mm -hmm. what i would say and you got you got to be careful with that uh nikki i mean i never like to say somebody's gonna win this but i think she's she's ahead of the game so smart to be like i'm going fourth tell me everything you told everyone else she's not worried but she's not overconfident which is a great headspace to be in right like like just sort of like okay i'm ready put me in coach uh and all of her questions and all of her instincts to me seem to be in the right direction very relaxed not hubris Mm -hmm. but confident i like it yeah uh, and then Audie, uh, I think I was worried he might be too rigid about what he wants to talk about, uh, but he is focused on the content, which is really good. Uh, and, and I think because he's so excited to talk about the content that will work in his favor. Yeah. My biggest concern is, uh, having that prepared game plan makes me a little worried when things don't go to that. And you know, so there's, there's going to be some monkey wrench thrown in there at some point you know this is this is a competition so i am interested to see how he will respond greetings and welcome to america's next top podcaster it's a master class in podcasting that got up and left in the middle of their live news show and was replaced with a reality competition i'm your host brian ibbett our teams have all been broken up and our remaining five players are now playing as individuals. No more collaborating on ideas, giving the editing to someone else, or pinning the blame on the team member that didn't show up for the call. And to ease our teams into this new dynamic, we created a challenge that's new this season, the live interview. As you grow as a podcaster, you'll get invited to be a guest on other podcasts, and in addition to Jury's Season 1 advice to never say no, you'll also want to be prepared to adapt the style of the show that you're being a guest on and work well with the host or hosts. So we had each of the contestants on as a guest on the morning stream to promote their podcast. Scott and I interviewed each guest on the show, threw them some think-on-your-feet questions to see how they did, and how did they do? We're about to find out, but we need judges to do so, and I can hear them rummaging through the M&Ms in the green room. Uh, first up, the aforementioned host of the morning stream, the insightful Scott Johnson. Hello, and thank you. Uh, 
from Infinite Gain Studios, the delightful Jenny Josephson. Hello. And from Politics, 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 the frightful Justin Robert Young. Boo. <laughs> they all rhymed. Our special guest judge tonight is a voice you hear every week on the show, rarely as a judge, but always as a coach, the host of the Daily Tech News show, Tom Merritt. Well, hello there, everyone. Uh, you actually got a little more at stake this week, Tom, because the winner of this challenge gets a special prize from you. They get a, a bonus prize of an internship with Daily Tech Headlines. How important is thinking on your feet for that show? Yeah, so so for the kind of, of show that Daily Tech Headlines is, you you have to adapt quickly. You have to understand uh, what's coming in the door, figure out what needs to be put into the show, uh, and then record it fast. So thinking on your feet is especially important there. Jenny, I know that you uh, are, are not feeling well tonight, so we've only got you for the top of the show, so we're going to let you rest your voice. But before you uh, mute us all <laughs> or mute yourself, um, you had some general thoughts you wanted to give to the contestants this week? Yes. Uh, hello, contestants. Uh, I, I know it's been a hard couple of weeks uh, leading up to this moment, but I did not want to let another moment go by without saying what a wonderful job I thought you all did. And I'm not just being generally happy because I have no voice. You are all ready for a certain level of podcasting, no matter how hard the these uh, things we do on this show are, no matter how ticky we get. Like the real measure of a person in podcasting is can they go on someone else's show, play the ball game, sound like they're having a good time and get out clean. And you all did it. So um, you, you don't know, but my scores are all very high this week and they're not very different. So wonderful job, everyone. I'm really I was thrilled to listen and um, more of me will be back next week. <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. All right, some hot toddies for you. Uh, hot toddies all around for everybody. The rest of you judges. So this is a brand new challenge this season and gives us a new perspective on something that uh, our contestants are going to have to do, certainly something that all of us have had to do one time or another. Um, besides getting Scott's and my names correct during the interview, what other things were you guys looking for this week? And we'll start with Justin. I was mostly looking to see how each of the contestants' personalities were able to shine through. I, I got to know you guys more as opposed to, uh, uh, you know, oftentimes you're, you're just fitting into the role that makes sense for the challenge that week. Uh, and, and so since everybody did it, the question then was whose was the most appealing? I feel like I'm in a weird position, uh, on this one, just given that we were the the interviewers and they were mm -hmm. the interviewees. And one of the things that I uh, give myself decent marks on over the years is being able to fill uh, empty air with, with talk, no matter who's on. And what I was looking for is people who glommed onto that and had no problem filling the space I was giving them. And they all really did great. This the hard the hard part is no longer who sucked and who was great. It was who who was just slightly less great, and that's that's not what I expected. Yeah, um, everybody came through. Yeah, it was interesting uh, having coached them this week. Uh, I knew what some of their concerns were, so I was looking to to see if they they followed up on that, bringing something into it. 
right? Playing within the rules mm-hmm. that Scott and Brian were setting out, but also adding to it. Uh, and that's what really separates someone in this challenge from others is did they not just play well like everyone did like you're saying it was good across the board but did they elevate it did, were, were they able as a guest to not take control of the show but actually elevate it and, and bring something more to it all right well let's get to the reviews we're going to start this time with chetna hello so um initially uh in your discussion with bobby and, and even uh, in our discussion in Discord, you were going back and forth on whether or not to promote Gritty Serendipity on TMS because of the perception of it being a different audience. Uh, are you going to be promoting your current podcast? So when I think about talking about something, is this topic relevant to them? Um, what made you change your mind and go go for it? And And are you glad you did? I, I did. Um, that is actually a, a great question and observation you made, Brian, there, because um, especially um, after I spoke to Tom, it just made me feel like I should probably do a kind of mix uh, of general podcasting idea as well as uh, my own show, because sometimes it's good to go to an audience who have not heard. And it's kind of um, what they say is... Uh, not a real feedback loop, but it's kind of another feedback that I get get from the host, you guys itself. So I thought it's it's actually a good idea to go ahead and then actually share my um, and show myself, right? Who am I and why am I doing the show? Absolutely. The yeah. All right, let's get to our judges. We're going to start with Justin. I thought that this interview was uh, uh, the greatest example of you bringing your personality out. Chet, is that you? Yeah. Oh my hey, goodness. Look who, look who we have here. You're one of my favorite five contestants. Can I say that? Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I, I was going to be super excited and jumping up and down on my chair when you said that, Scott. Yeah. But then... This was, uh, in, in, in a weird way, the most uh, mature... Of, of, of the appearances, uh, uh, this felt like a more, um, you, 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 you felt like a lifestyle guru. In fact, I found my own voice last year, right? So even though I was in arts, I felt somehow uh, there are more voices that are repeatedly heard, but not the ones which are never heard. And I think that's what you kind of need to do if you are selling people on a motivational show you explained that you wanted to do a podcast because there was like this 360 holistic idea to to how to do it uh scott how about you okay so uh i don't have a ton to add but i want to agree with something jury said um this was the first chance where i felt like i really got to know who chetna was in a in a way that was you know really personal without her being you know overly personal or anything it's not like she overshared but I got a real sense of who you are and where you're coming from and more of your family life. In fact, I'm actually pushing my daughter to actually take up. She's great at talking. Um, I don't know. I, I featured her voice in. Uh... The questions that I uh, was led to came from what you were what you were saying. None of that was prescripted. None of it was, you know, a set of questions that we needed to ask everybody. In fact, we avoided that mm-hmm. on purpose. Uh so that we could let these just be as organic as possible. There was no set list of three or four hit points we had to hit every time. Thanks, Scott. Uh, Tom. 
Yeah. Well, um, I'm not coaching the, right now. I'm judging. Uh, so I'm going to be a little more critical than I think I, I that maybe some people will expect. I, I thought that you did show best when you were talking about podcasting. I thought you had a great uh, start with the answer of why podcasting. A lot of the times we get to hear from the well-known voices, but not so much from the unheard voices. And that's where I'm trying to bring. But I would have loved more specific examples. Like, you know, when I talked to X, her story was powerful because you heard the X in her voice when she told you about X, et cetera. Uh, I just, just if you wanted to bring it a little farther uh, than you did, I, I would have liked uh, some more things like the example of walking and running while listening and why that makes podcasting good. Some of that from your own content as well, but good focused answers. And uh, like all of these, very enjoyable to listen to. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. All right, we're going to move over to Will. Hi, how's it going? So as the only one of the final five with a a straight comedy podcast, mm-hmm. did that make it easier to promote on a comedy show like TMS or was it tougher because of that? From my perspective, I didn't feel, I never felt like I was promoting it. I just felt like I was talking about it in kind of like a somewhat humorous or lighthearted way. It was very easy to like sit down with you guys and be like, well, this is this is why I like doing the show, and this is what I see makes the show a draw to people. Gotcha. Very good. Well, the um, did you have a moment either beforehand or during where uh, there was a little bit of uh, a think on your feet, a panic moment? I, I wasn't expecting to get Scott's question about Mad Max Fury Road. So clearly you have interest in worlds of post-apocalyptica. Uh, I assume you share my undying love for Mad Max Fury Road, the 2015 film. <laughs> I do. I do. World. I major oversight you always have to be ready <laughs> well i mean so at any moment it's gonna fair. come out it's just gonna come tumbling out of that dome of his he's just gonna start chattering about it Justin's, <laughs> justin's not wrong um but also uh you know the fact that your show is a comedy podcast about a post-apocalyptic world mm-hmm. uh, it that i just couldn't resist there, no hundred like, no yeah, percent yeah, oh, he could have had a podcast about uh, Russian snails, and he would have figured. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm it not buying that anybody was surprised that Scott brought up yeah, Mad Max at any point, any time. Shocker! <laughs> All right, well, uh, Tom, we're going to start with you uh, this time. I. I know that you were trying to be polite and you did a great job and 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 I'll I'll just say like this was an enjoyable interview as well. Uh but but Scott gave you a compliment and left you a space to bring something back and you you just sort of said, "Well, thanks." To act and react in that situation in a comfortable and professional way is freaking hard and I think you uh, did a great job. Really well, is, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Speaking of which, and that was early in the interview, and I noticed that because I was like, "Man, no, keep the ball rolling. Add something more." That would have been a great opportunity for that. But again, all of these were were really enjoyable, and it was fun to listen to. Thanks, Tom. Justin. So everything that Tom said is correct. the The problem is that comedy in any in any manner kind of like requires some element of repetition to get it right. I, you know, it's rare that you just automatically connect with somebody, especially in a foreign medium, like over Skype or something like that or discord. And, and immediately there's like a, a rapport. You did about as good of a job as I think somebody can do in, in representing, Oh, well, here's an affable young man. And he seems like the uh, knowledgeable enough that he would make a funny show, but it wasn't a lot of funny haha 
but again, it, that's it's kind of a hard thing to 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 expect in in that window. It's again, it's really hard to differentiate between you guys because I also thought that your personality came out in this particular segment. So good job, thanks, Justin. Uh, over to Scott. So the pressure on this one was a little bit higher in my mind leading into it because Will stood out to me. And I mentioned it in the interview as well as um, as somebody who just killed his interview episode that week and uh, was really the sort of shining example for the entire group in the end uh, as somebody who who's really great at doing interviews and you sharing with us that you hadn't really done too many and that it just kind of came out of you. That was all. I loved all that. I was thinking, well, let's see how it goes on the other end of this thing, right? Like he's not doing the interview now. Now it's me and it's Brian and and it's his job to to answer the questions and and come back with pithy answers and whatever. And you you did it. Um, you know, I really I really enjoyed. My favorite part of the discussion was just sort of exploring that part of your um, skill set. I really enjoyed that that time together thank you very good thank you will let's move over to tony p hey how's everyone doing good tony thanks for being here it seems kind of silly for me to ask you if you had a moment of panic but did you and were you able to hide it from us any sort of uh panic beforehand or during uh yeah funny enough the only thing i was a little panicked about was promoting the show um uh, and i believe it or not as much as i like talking i don't like promoting my own stuff so that's something i that that's something i struggle with um, and didn't want to get dinged for it. So, well, that's not that's not uncommon in uh, in what we do here. Yeah, for the record, I cannot stand promoting myself. I hate it. <laughs> it's been a, and it's an Achilles heel. So I would not recommend getting stuck in that rut. Could all benefit from being better stewards of our own content, but I'm terrible at it. So don't don't feel bad. On what show do yeah. you do that? Uh, do you hate it the most? All of them. I'm bad at, I'm bad at promoting anything. And if, we were somebody... to list, if we were to list the shows and name the times <laughs> and, and they come out, is there a newsletter I could subscribe to find out more about yeah, how you feel? I mean, about yeah. Like, yeah, I've got a newsletter. Fans. I'll yeah. let you know. Instance and morning. Yeah. It's uh, all, you know what? Let's all go. of them, all of them. Yeah. Just put them Film all sack. on your list. When does film sack drop? Uh, Saturdays, but, but <laughs> oh, you know, it's just one of many. And I, gotcha. I think it's a good quality question though. What time does Tina start? I always forget. <laughs> yeah, when, if I, like, where would I catch it if I were going to be on the internet looking for it? Uh, it'd be on the it'd be on the internet, and uh-huh. uh, you just tune in and you push a button and you're in. You're all in. You need three dollars and an Ethereum of uh, cryptocurrency. Not liking to promote and actively not yeah. promoting. <laughs> although, although you want to know what you're right, you do suck at this. Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. Well, Scott, while you have the floor, I'm going to let you uh, review first. All right. Well, Tony was one I was looking forward to quite a bit. He cracks me up. But it got a little weird once you start discussing the ramifications of boxing children. Yeah. It 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 gets a little uh, awkward. <laughs> but I also think you're you're uh, a pretty humble guy, willing to take. Um, take ideas or take criticism as we've had on the show before and and move forward with your, with your stuff. I think that's, that's all cool. So when I, I knew you were coming on, I thought, all right, here's Tony's chance to either, he's either going to be really humble on here or he's going to, you know, whether he feels this way or not, he's going to go full cocky about something that those are my expectations. And you did neither. You were a nice balanced guest. It turns out. And um, you were probably pound for pound, probably the funniest one that we had, if I had to, you know, grade on a curve or something, I'd say that you were, you probably came with the most good humor. Excellent. Thank you, Scott. Uh, over to Justin. Tony, 
you were the most affable in this competition. I will say that you are the only character. You are the only you know, guy that kind of stands out. You got your, you got your catchphrase. You got, Hey, it's me, Tony. And, and, uh, you know, if we had an audience laugh track, everybody would go crazy for it because now we know it and we know you. And this was a great example of you bringing your, uh, uh, likability to the four and showing that you are somebody that you want to hang out with. Uh, we claim our show is hosted by podcast all-stars. Uh, that basically just means people from other shows, people that have also <laughs> had other podcasts. Ultimately, I I think the only thing that I wanted more, and for me, you would have won this week if I wanted to listen to your show more. And, and not to say that your show was bad. It, it just, I think you kind of undersold it as, ah, it's just like this this thing it's a panel show you know we talk the almost daily discourse what's make what makes yours unique uh it is a panel show you guys are going into single you know podcasts where you guys are working by yourselves uh i would put you amongst the favorites to win this competition based on what we heard in this challenge uh tom i liked uh how you described about the community creating addition i thought that was really interesting a funny thing that came from that is in our chat, uh, there were there were a few women who said, you only have guys on the show. These are great, but it's only a guy's perspective. And and they formed a spinoff. But you needed more examples of funny answers, not just funny questions uh, or even the non funny answers would have been good. Scott actually opened the door for you by answering the fighting Tyson question. And you teased about the children. But come on, bring it. Tell me like that. I think that would have filled the gap that Justin was talking about a little. If you would have like just brought a little more of that content in. All right, Nikki. That's me. Hello and welcome. Uh, you're, you're also a regular TMS listener. And I only bring that up because um, it could give you the, the advantage of knowing uh, the way Scott and I banter, the way we <laughs> interact when we have guests on for interviews, things like that. Did that give you preparation for how the interview would go? Yeah, I think it definitely made things on my end a little bit more relaxed. You know, I feel like if, if Scott drank beer, I could have a beer with Scott and Brian. They're like my adopted podcast dads. I felt like I could uh, know what to expect in a way or <laughs> know that to expect the unexpectable. <laughs> Let's get to uh, our judges. We're going to start this time with Justin. Nikki, you won the week for me. I I thought that uh you know not only were you the most charming uh, about my podcast so it's idea behind it is pretty basic I interview older people about the unexpected life stories they have and before you ask me it is absolutely for the most part a wholesome podcast <laughs> okay <laughs> Oh good. Well, um, there is you are familiar one... with TMS, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, you spent the majority of the time talking about a podcast that I like or I, I liked hearing about. And, and every time you opened your mouth about it, something more interesting happened. There is one pole dancing, Grandma, but I'll leave you to. Uh, oh, that's to fantastic. That. Well, that's now I have to, to listen. Like... I mean, if we're really to get super nerdy about this i'm sure that there's studies that you could look up like that that it takes like one or two or three times uh, of of like oh oh cool 
uh, in your brain to really have it cement. And by the time that we got to, you know, uh, 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 the pole dancing grandma and the activist grandma, I was like, oh, this is a, a, a good execute. Just by you describing it, I could tell it was a good execution of an interesting premise and a way to assuage the fact that I don't talk to my elders enough. Uh, I could just listen to your podcast and feel good about the fact that I would be doing it via, via you. So uh, great job. Congratulations. And what part of Florida were you born in? I was born. <laughs> I was born near uh, Fort Lauderdale, Broward County. Oh, my God. Where? Uh, I don't know. You don't Pembroke know? Pine, Pembroke Pines. I just asked Pembroke. my mom. <laughs> so I, I haven't been back in a long time. Pembroke Pines. No, no, that's that's right around my stomping ground. So uh, yeah, I, fellow I, I immediately uh, 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 before uh, or after you, it didn't matter whatever you said. As soon as you said, Justin's you your Florida. father is what he's trying to say. Wow. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You better knock it off, Merritt. Stop spreading rumors. Uh, you know, my my cat around Pembroke Pines is between me and the pines, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, uh, great job you won the week for me. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Uh, over to you, Scott. Spoiler, you also won the week for me. Um, I don't know if Brian would agree with this or not, but what I was, I guess, really looking forward to with with yours and others was, is this a show I would want to hear? And it's, I absolutely do. Like, this is an amazing concept for a show. It is, uh, it's one that I am now subscribed to. And I love this concept of finding out what those who came before us have seen and done. And it's, it's basically, I mean, you took a worn, a worn road, which is historical, uh, commentary and podcasting, but you've got this really unique spin on it and very personal spin where you sit down with actual people who have seen stuff, been there, done stuff. They're in their seventies or their eighties or whatever, and for all we know, this is like one of the last times they get to share this stuff. Um, that was a really meaningful discovery for me. And um, that's what you want out of one of these things. If you go promote this on anybody else's show, no matter who the yahoos are on the other side of the microphone, the goal is for them and everyone listening to walk away going, oh, what's that show? I got to write that down. Okay, they wrote it in the chat room. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, jot this down or I'm going to put it to memory. I'm going to go sub right now. I have zero complaints about your time with us. It was great. Very Thank good. you. Thanks, Scott. Um, all right, let's go over to Tom. All right, so these guys are right that you you definitely uh, met them with the energy. You were playing along with their in their sandbox on their level right from the beginning. Uh, you had great entertaining answers. They were substantive. They weren't just fluff. You talked specifics, jungle temples, activist grandma, pole dancing grandma. You even had the host coming up with questions off the cuff, I could tell. So you were engaging them. But I'm sorry, Nikki. I'm really, really sorry. You can't expect me to take you seriously as a host of a grandparents podcast when you don't know who B. Arthur is. B. Arthur. Would you do that? Maybe not. I don't know right. who that is. No, that's okay. <laughs> I knew that was going to bite me in the ass. <laughs> I blanked. I'm so bad at names. I just blanked. <laughs> I was not sure where Tom was going with that, but I like it. Thank you, Tom. And and Tom didn't only just give a good review. He actually just won Comedy Week. So congratulations, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> you get a coaching session with... Uh, oh, okay. anyway. <laughs> thank you, Tom. And thank you, Nikki. Let's get to Adi, who's been patiently waiting. Uh, well, we, there's no fun going last, right? Especially when Tom and Justin are like, you won the week for me. 
But I've been working with Nikki, so yeah, I, I understand. She's awesome. Now, coming into the interview, out of everybody, you actually provided the most detailed information about your show, um, sample questions for Scott and I. How did you adapt uh, when we went off script, so to speak, and didn't ask <laughs> any of the questions that you were you were prepared for? Oh, I was fine with it. Um, I think you talked to me in Discord about it, and... I'd never even thought about it. And I talked to Tom about it. He was like, oh yeah, provide questions for them. So I was just like, okay, I'll give you some questions, stuff we can talk about, stuff I know I'm ready to talk about. And if we don't get to it, that's fine. That's cool. Um, all right. We're going to begin this time with Scott. Okay. Uh, so Audie's appearance was for me um, one I was really looking forward to because I really like the conversation a lot. I've always liked communicating with you in general, but I thought it went really well. If I had any criticism at all, it would be toward, oh, I don't know, the final third or so. You were trying to remember something and you couldn't remember the name of it. The closest thing that's been done kind of in that vein is um, there was a show on Netflix, uh, a mo- that um, movie with... Um, oh, I can't think of it either. I know what you're talking about. There's an opportunity there to turn that around and, and, and self-efface like always, if you can, I think it just got a little, get a little bit quiet, a little bit uh, like, well, we better move to the next thing. Sort of, sort of sensibility about it. Uh, it happens to all of us. Absolutely. Let's get to Tom. Yeah. Um, I don't think you did anything wrong, uh, in this interview. Um, and, and maybe that's the only thing wrong is that, that you, you played it a little safe. You, you, you let the host lead. Um, I, I, I felt like you were a little reactive. Uh, you could have jumped in a, a little bit more than you did, but but I, I don't have anything to criticize. I can't find anything wrong that you did. Thank you, Tom. And finally, Justin. All right, Audie, I think you're great. And I think that you are a very likable person. And that came out here. The problem with the interview is not you. It was the podcast. Um, this is something that, that you just learn along the road. But if you are speaking to a larger audience about a niche podcast, the deeper the niche, the more it's on you to bridge the gap, to find people or make the conversation interesting about people that might not necessarily give a rat's ass about Highlander. uh, But you've got to find that connective tissue. When you say I do the Highlander podcast, that is basically a binary for people. Either, oh, I never saw it. Or, oh, I saw it. I liked it. Or they have some feelings about it. And that immediately kind of halves your audience unless you are doing the work to gussy that up. So if I were doing a segment about the wrestling podcast that I used to do, I'm not going to spend my time talking about how... Roman Reigns has been better booked as a heel lately because the audience was really rejecting him from 2015 to 2017 because nobody gives a rat's ass. I want to talk more broadly about psychology and and being at a a crowded event and and stuff like that because that's something that people can can latch on to. So to end on a good note, I I, I thought that you did an excellent job. This was the most uh, uh, confident and likable that I've heard you in this competition. Thanks. 
Absolutely. Very good. Thank you, Justin. And thank you, Adi. All right. So um, let's get to our winner for the week. This person uh, just did a great job as far as coming onto the show, uh, making themselves feel like part of the show and doing a great job of promoting their podcast to the point where not only are the hosts now subscribers, but also quite a few people in chat I saw saying that they're going to uh, subscribe as well. That person is... Nikki, congratulations. You did. You won the week for everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Pride of Pembroke Pines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Florida strong. <laughs> Yeah, it's it. Uh, I think one of the things for me that stood out listening to the judges' reviews is the fact that you, in promoting your podcast, didn't just say what the show is about and what you do. You give us like a, a good starting point to listen to your show, and we want to check out the pole dancing grandma or the <laughs> activist grandma or or the the show that you did with your own grandma. Yeah, I mean, I, you met the energy level. You, you felt like you were a regular guest who was there all the time, and you had great stories. And it was it was exactly what I was hoping for. Yeah, I would agree. She she came on and acted like we'd done this fifty times, and we only usually get that from consistently anyway from the guests we have every week and they they're there they you know week in and week out and so they're they're used to whatever it is you had me at the point where you had an interesting uh answer to why do you talk funny uh <laughs> the, the fact that you had an that wasn't the question it said, wasn't no, you crazy thought. mouth what's going on with your crazy mouth and, yeah, and that she was had me. It. but your accent is so cool uh, so I actually have a twenty twenty dollars writing on this question. So. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> you have a bet um, going? That's amazing. All right, tell me more. Oh yeah, oh, we knew you were going to ask about the accent. No, so I was born in the exotic state of Florida. She had a great she had a great answer to it. Why don't uh, you sound exactly like me? Said Scott. Yeah, exactly. Wow, it's uncanny. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just wanted to thank Scott and Brian for letting me be on TMS. It's like an honor. So that part was, I was just having so much fun and that's all, that's all that it, mattered. It certainly came through and, uh, and well done. Um, Tom, do we need to worry about a bunch of sheep stories now on daily tech headlines? Please, Yes, is, please. I'm directing it all now. Only sheep. Yeah. Daily tech headlines is just going to be full of grandmother stories, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, yes. Daily sheep headlines. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Well, congratulations again, Nikki. Uh, Daily Tech Headlines is getting a, getting a great intern as part of this. So. Oh, I'm so excited, Nikki. Yay. Yay. Can't wait. Uh, now the tough part. Um, even with all these high scores, we still have to uh, have a person who lost the week. Everybody did such a great job of coming on the show and feeling and making us feel like they were part of it and being very charming and well fit in with the banter that Scott and I have. But um, one person didn't do as great a job at promoting their show as everybody else. And I'm sorry. Chetna. That was uh, the problem that the, the judges had, is that um, this would have been a great time to have some examples of, of episodes you've done of uh, Gritty Serendipity and and um, bring people into the show with that connective tissue. 
Uh, so, um, oh, I hate losing you because we love you here so much. No, um, I, I'm so grateful for everything I could get and learn here. So I'm actually living with happy, happy uh, moment. And especially, um, uh, yeah, it's an honor to be on TMS. So uh, I am going with a full hearted learning. So um, one thing I wanted to sh- share was um, especially you guys do this masterclass in such a great way for podcasters. Um, I would say it, it feels like a faster version of MBN podcasting. So the only <laughs> thing missing is, uh, I would say, what is it? Um, marketing, how to monetize stuff. If you add that as part of your next season competition, it's 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 awesome. <laughs> That's a really good idea. And I would have, we'll have to be to- good at that before. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So. Step one, learn how to promote your podcast. Step two, yeah, monetize. I'm, I'm really good at shooting my mouth off. I don't know if I'm great at <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you again, Peyton. It was great having you as part of the competition. And uh, the journey won't end for you here. We know it because uh, we, we see great things. And we know that a person who does a show like Gritty Serendipity makes us feel better about not um, – being too down when we have to let you go on this show because you you bring such a, a light and a smile to everybody when you uh when you work with us so thank you so much it means a lot uh, thank you so much all right well final four let's get to next week's challenge Uh, So last week was a nice break from the stresses of producing a podcast. Uh, The break from editing alone was probably a welcome change for many of you. Probably you will, Tony. (laughs) Uh, Jane, I know you you had some fun editing. Um, Well, I hope you enjoyed that break from editing because we're going to make up for it this week. Up until now, you've all had the opportunity to be involved in various parts of the podcasting process. One part of this process that, if done well, goes unseen and unnoticed is the editing process. Editing involves the technical skill to seamlessly splice together audio chunks, remove background noise, filter, and equalize your audio to be pleasant to listen to and more. Editing also involves the editorial ruthlessness to select only the best parts of the piece and remove unwanted parts to create a unified piece of content with a very straight and obvious and clear purpose. So your challenge this week is to is going to be to show us your editing skills. You'll be given audio from a pre-recorded interview. Uh, our very own Lady Monica conducted an interview with actress, writer, and stuntwoman Danielle Bergio. You must take the audio files and turn them into a podcast episode that prominently features the audio from the interview subjects. The interviewer's audio is present in the recording, but you can feel free to leave that audio in, take it out, whatever you do. However, your episode must be about the interview itself. The uh, You'll take that audio and you're going to wrap it in your own show with a title, theme music, and recognizable style. This has to feel like part of a larger series. Nikki, you're going to get a bonus this week for winning. Uh, along with Tom's coaching, you're going to get a bonus coach this week, Eric Dow is a documentary filmmaker and an editor. He currently works on House Hunters International, but has edited TV shows like Counting Cars, Pawn Stars, and American Restoration. 
as well as his amazing documentary honor in the Valley of Tears and much more. This is going to be his second appearance on ANTP as a coach on, in the editing week, but his first time as a guest judge. So we're going to get him twice next week. Uh, so judges editing a pre-recorded interview. Um, what are you going to be looking for this week? This is a chance for each of you to really showcase your individual stamp. Uh, what makes you the better editor and what does that mean? Is it artistic? Is it uh, something to do with timing? Is it something to do with uh, less is more taking out stuff that may not be as interesting and being willing to make those cuts? Like all that stuff's going to matter on this one. Here's the secret. What you're going to do is listen to that whole interview and you're going to be very, very Zen about when you're bored. And you're going to take notes about when you're bored or when you find yourself absentmindedly flipping to your Twitter app or or doing checking your email or whatever. It rests within all of us how to be a good editor because we all get bored. Beyond that, what I'm going to look for is the podcasts that feel like they've gone through a couple revisions. There's nothing like getting a big old interview with Kai Rizdahl that he did with someone that he knows really well that you don't know at all. And he says, just make the cuts that are important. <laughs> and you're just like, what? Uh, and so that's something, too, is to really understand the character of the two people who are talking and the flow of it and where you make the cuts, right? So big chunks over small bits, right? If you can lose a whole question and answer, you've just saved yourself so much time. If you want to like cut out two things here and one thing there, then you have to worry about continuity, right? Like you've always got to find the, the arc of the interview. You can't lose that arc by cutting. And this is your week, uh, final four, to uh, make sure Jenny doesn't have anything to complain about in that regard. Make sure to watch your waveforms. Exactly. All right, great. Uh, Tom, thank you so much for being here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's it's always a little weird to sit in the judge's seat. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward to, to getting back to the coaching uh, stuff, but it was fun. I, I, I really enjoyed uh, having this perspective. So thanks for letting me do it. Oh, our pleasure. And we'll hand you, uh, you can pick up your whistle and your clipboard uh, as you walk back out the door. So thank you very much. And people can check you out, uh, Daily Tech News Show, obviously. Uh, anywhere else you want to send them? Uh, yeah, dailytechnewsshow.com. Or if you want to find out all the other stuff uh, that I do, uh, tommerritt.com. I, I have lots of different podcasts for you to choose from there. Excellent. Thank you so much, Tom. That's going to do it for this episode. On behalf of our judges, our coach, our producers, and everyone who works behind the scenes to keep all the wheels moving, this is Brian Abbott saying thanks for listening. We'll see you next time right here on America's Next Top Podcaster. I'm a little sad. My journey came to an end on the very first week we your score on individual performance, but I'm grateful that I made it to top five. On the hindsight, I started by thinking if I can make it the first week, that itself is a big win for me. So my gratitude for the opportunity to be part of ANTP family, um, it has been a blast, um, plus a learning experience working with my co-contestants. You know, it felt like an executive MBA in podcast, to be honest. 
Thanks to Brian and Hammond for accepting my application to the top 12 for season 3 and all the valuable insights feedback provided by Tom, Jenny, Justin and Scott has really shaped my knowledge on podcasting. So can't thank you all enough and good luck to top 4. Thank you for listening to America's Next Top Podcaster. This show brought to you by the lovely team headed by your host Brian Ibbett. Follow Brian at Coverville on Twitter. Hammond Chamberlain as our executive producer. Follow Hammond at J Hammond C. Bobby Frankenberger as our producer. Follow Bobby at G M Funky Town. Lady Monica Stone as social media and community manager. Follow Monica at Wicked Kitten Thirteen. Alex Albisu. As our contestant interviewer and Patreon manager, follow Alex at Alex Elbisu, and I'm Gidget Von Larue from season one, and you can follow me at Gidget Von Larue. Consider becoming a patron of the show by going to Patreon.com/forward/slash/toppodcaster. Make sure to follow the show at Podcasting Idol, and visit our website at America'sNextToppodcaster.com. For everything else.